Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. With working from home and trying to stay in touch with friends and family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to always be on 24-7. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn off and hit reset. That's when you reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. My moment to chill is watching baseball, especially when the White Sox are on. I like to have a Coors Light beside me. It's a great beer to have watching the games as it's cool and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. And even the mountains on my cans turn blue telling me that it's time to hit reset. Sit back, relax, and hunker down for an evening of White Sox baseball. So when it's time for you to unwind, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. And now, Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. Check out our amazing offers on internet and learn about the latest breakthrough from Xfinity. Wi-Fi speed faster than a gig. That's more than enough speed to power all your devices and then some. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible x gateway. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Let's talk White Sox baseball. In the white room. White room. Black curtain socks colors near the 35th Street station. Let's. What's he saying? Socks machine. Josh Nelson with Murph and Fred. He is here with Daza. Josh, how you doing, Josh? Oh, what's up? I I am doing well. Thank you guys for having me on. Josh, I'm going to throw it over to Fred. But not only Major League talk and all through the Sox game last night as well. They should pulling out numbers. The AAA guys, big stories today in all the papers about. Kopech, you've got the Eloy, double-A Fred I want you to talk about. Three for five, just missed the cycle. Uh, guys, Basabi, right down the line. Fred, where do you want to start? Uh, Carson Fulmer. Hey, Josh, let's start with Carson <laughs> Fulmer. Uh, you okay. know, the only upside I saw in Carson Fulmer last night, and I know he had a couple of nice outings in a row, was Ricky Renteria. I couldn't believe he left him in when he did last night, but then he got like two strikeouts in a row, and then he came out of the, bouncing out of the dugout with a big smile on his face. You think that, I mean, you think he's handling him well? Do you think, um, he should have pulled him earlier? And do you think, I mean, that's, with me, and I don't know how much you know about me, Josh, but I don't think managers are worth a whole hell of a lot of wins. But it's all—it's it, how you hand, how you handle your pitching staff, and basically how you keep the the locker room going. And I wasn't sure when he didn't pull him out originally. I said, "Well, he don't want to win this game." But then he struck out two guys. You think that's good for the uh, you know the the psyche of a Carson Fulmer? Yeah, I do. I think Carson Fulmer needs to continue to build confidence as a starting pitcher, and. Fulmer's going to get a long leash this year, and he's going to get his starts. Ultimately, Fred, I think Carson Fulmer ends up being a bullpen pitcher for the White Sox, a guy who could be similar to like Andrew Miller, who you could bring in the sixth and seventh inning if a starter fails, or you go into the postseason one day if that ever happens again for the White Sox, <laughs> in which Fulmer could be effective out of the bullpen and you shrink your starting rotation. So I think for Fulmer last night, yeah, he gave up a career high in home runs, and uh, the Minnesota Twins, they can hit, man. When they're on a roll, they can most definitely hit. 
but I, I guess the positive with the home runs is that Fulmer was a, at least living in the strike zone, that he was forcing the Twins hitters to have to hit and have to swing. And that's just part of the maturation process for a Carson Fulmer, for a Ronaldo Lopez, and even for a Lucas Giolito, that at the beginning of this year, these guys weren't in the strike zone. They were walking yep. far too many hitters. So I'd rather have them be aggressive right now in the strike zone, and they give up home runs. Okay, I think everybody understands what this season's all about. They're currently nine and twenty-one. I do not see them going on a twenty-one and nine run anytime soon right. and getting back to five hundred. Uh, so I think for the way that Fulmer ended his start, it is one positive that he can take to go into his bullpen day in a couple of days with Coop and then get ready for his next start. Okay, another thing that aggravated me last week, and I know he hit a walk-off homer. He's got five hits since he came to the White Sox. Three of them are home runs. What was the point of bringing Trace Thompson back? Because the White Sox do not have any good center field options at the moment. Adam Engel is not hitting. Uh, I think Rick Renteria wants Lurie Garcia to be a super utility player than an everyday center fielder. Then you go to AAA Charlotte. Charlie Tilson is not hitting. Jacob May is not hitting. You go into Double A. They uh, Tito Polo is not hitting very well in Double A. And then you go all the way to Winston Salem, and it's just absolutely crazy to think of calling anyone up from High A. Right. The White Sox do not have a center fielder for the next couple of years. And when it comes to free agency this offseason, I do think Rick Hahn needs to explore finding a short-term center fielder because he's literally taking players at the moment and throwing them against the wall and see who sticks. Right. And with Trace Thompson, I think that's the point. Uh, Thompson's been playing more right field, though, I think to uh, at least fill in the need with Avi Garcia being on the DL. And with the White Sox being mum, as they typically have been the last couple of years with injuries, we have no idea when Avi is coming back. Uh, so I think that you are seeing the lack of depth of outfielders for the White Sox in Double A and in Triple A. Uh, the good news is, is that the depth that they do have in the system for outfielders in Eloy Jimenez and Birmingham, and of course the glut of outfielders they have in Winston Salem and Kannapolis, uh, all those guys are performing. So hopefully we see them get promoted uh, in the next couple of months, or eventually one of them get dealt. Uh, you know, for a more established guy. I mean, could that, I, could I, that's not against the the, the uh, you know possibility I, either. I thought, other than Jimenez, uh, that there were a couple of those prospects were center field potential, and you just said no, right? Well, Luis Robert, I think, is yeah. who the White Sox are hoping to okay. be this everyday center fielder. Uh, he is progressing nicely. The cast is off right. from his broken thumb. Uh, he should be playing soon. Uh, Luis Wasabe has been playing right. very well. Right. Your, your player of the month for the Carolina League. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike Rodolfo has been DHing, but he has a rocket of an arm. I do think and it sounds like he will need Tommy John surgery, so it's a mm -hmm. matter of time. Uh, before the White Sox uh, decide to pull that trigger, uh, it doesn't hurt when he swings. It only hurts when he throws. Rose, yeah. uh, and then you also and you also have Blake Rutherford. So, That's the, so the White Sox yeah, have Rutherford. Yeah, okay. uh, Rutherford's a left fielder. He doesn't right, have the right, arm strength to play. Right. I was misled uh, by early reports. Thank you. Where's Cordell playing? I mean, because it, uh, I had heard that <laughs> if Cordell if Cordell hadn't been hurt, he probably would have been the guy called up from the minor leagues. Yeah, probably he would have. But breaking his collarbone uh, obviously <laughs> is. Uh, that's not it a is a big thing. factor in that. But but Cordell wasn't starting the year well, Fred. He was 5 for 38. I okay. mean, his adding, batting average was 132. He struck out 17 times to one walk. Uh, it, it's just every everyone in Charlotte, if any of these guys, Charlie Tilson, Jacob May, Ryan Cordell, if he was healthy, shoot even Casey Gillespie, if any of these guys were hitting, 
they would have been promoted instead of the White Sox trading cash to get Trace Thompson for Oakland. But they're not performing. So it did force Rick Hahn uh, to make a move that I don't think he was expecting to make. Uh, and here are the White Sox with Trace Thompson on the roster. Josh, where are you in the whole Michael Kopech thing? Because there are a bunch, I don't know, I guess it's media people. As I look at the back page of the Sun-Times, heat warning, uh, and there's Michael Kopech on a day that the Sox and Cubs both played on the back page of the Sun-Times. Uh, are you in the in the group that says, you know, he should come up soon or, no, make him have him wait a while, kind of like what they did with Ronaldo Lopez last year? I think he's ready. I mean, just looking at his performances, he's made five starts in AAA, 27 innings, so he's going deepish into these starts. He has 35 strikeouts to nine walks. He hasn't allowed a home run in AAA. He seems confident with the changeup. And with the way that the White Sox are using their starting rotation right now, which I think today is the Chris Volstead-Hector-Santiago combination that they're going to be running out, uh, the White Sox do have a need at at starting pitcher. And, you know, with Matt Harvey being DFA'd, I got a lot of questions last night about should the White Sox hmm. go that route? Wow. I do not I do not think no. so. I do not think that they need the headache right now. Coop has enough on his plate to try to help with the progression of Fulmer, Giolito, and Lopez, and then asking him, oh, hey, can you take Matt Harvey and turn him into something? I, I think that's just too late. Maybe if it was spring training, sure, but it's May. You know, you're already in the swing of the season. But with Kopech, I think the latest, Fred, that we'll see Kopech called up uh, is early June. On June 5th, the White Sox do have a doubleheader in Minneapolis so they can expand the roster to 26 guys. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a good fit for Kopech to give, give him a start. I mean, if you want to play it slow, fine, but give Kopech that start, give him a taste of the major leagues, and then send him back down, but be prepared to call him up in the next couple of weeks because uh, Car- Carlos Rodon will be making his rehab starts through the minors. He cannot be called up until after May 28th. Uh, but as far as just his performance and talent and what he has done, he's I think he's done everything the White Sox have asked. I think Kopech is ready. I think okay. don't bother wasting any more bullets down in AAA. Uh, mm-hmm. Call him up to Chicago and see what he has. Hey, Josh, let's go to 35th Street now with the big club in a minute. First, let's bring in EO11. Uh, Eric, uh, the question, our Twitter poll Rick Hahn, A or B, regrets not trading Avi last uh, trading uh, offseason or happy he didn't. Let's do this. Uh, Josh Nelson, Sox Machine, Murph and Fred, let's each try to guess first or how we would vote. I'm going to say this is uh, around a 50-50. Me? Um, I, this is not a uh, you know second guess. He's hurting that. They should have. I advocated it in the uh, winter time. I think it's going to be uh, maybe uh, 60% regrets not doing it the fans are guessing uh josh what do you think the vote is or how how do you want to vote either way well i think what the fans would vote would be 60 percent regret just because he's hurt right now Mm. uh, and he wasn't hitting very well beforehand on how i would vote i I don't think Khan regrets not trading avi i think it would have been very beneficial to see if avi could repeat what he did last year and if he could then you could either trade him in july uh, if he was still performing well and he wasn't hurt, or you could trade him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I think the White Sox had time to trade Avi, so I don't think Rick Hahn regrets not at all moving Avi. Okay. But the way that the offseason played out, would anybody been interested in Avi? It just seemed to be so slow that yeah. I don't think any team would have traded for him. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree. There's, there's a lot of guys still sitting out there waiting. Eric, what the fans say, please? 71% of the fans say that he does regret not trading okay. Avi. Wow. 
Yeah, well, I, uh, but I think you, Josh, you brought up a good point. I mean, I think the fans are saying that now because he's hurt. Well, the injury right. makes it a tough question it to it, pose. It's yeah. not second-guessing intended, but it was. Uh, let me jump in uh, with you two guys uh, back at 35th Street. Let me, let me ask you about uh, uh, flippers. Who are the Sox flippers this year come uh, the last week or two of July that – you know, hopefully would have some value uh, for flip purposes. I have a short list of two or three here. Uh, Fred and Josh, what do you guys uh, think could, you know, bring something in? Go ahead. You you first, Josh. The only one that I can think of is Nate Jones. Yes. Uh, Nate Jones, in his 12 appearances in 12 innings, has 14 strikeouts. So he's striking out more than one batter uh, per inning. And uh, it just his arm, uh, you know, this is a guy who could throw 97, 98 miles per hour. He's got a great slider. He could help a contender in the seventh and eighth innings in high leverage situations. I do think that Nate Jones is one that gets traded in July just because I think a team is going to make an offer that Rick Hahn cannot refuse. On top of that, Nate Jones has also been hurt. So this may be a good opportunity for the White Sox. Uh, to move Nate Jones and not have to worry about a future injury, and that would be a contending team's issue that yeah. they'll have to deal with in the next couple of years. Right. I think they were hoping that Avilan or uh, Soria are guys, but uh, yeah. the way the way that both yeah. of them are pitching, I don't think there's a chance that uh, anybody out there might want these guys. Let me ask you this. Now, don't laugh. Play. Now, James Shields, the Sox are paying half of the dough, and was it Oakland they got wherever he came from? San Diego. San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Thing. they're paying. Don't the you other... remember Fernando Tatis Jr.? <laughs> That's right. They're yeah. paying the other. Oh yeah, sorry, I brought it up. <laughs> they're paying the other fifty percent. Could the Sox? You know, if this guy is a five hundred starting pitcher, a fifth guy for a team that is short and they think they're in contention, the, if the new team ate also. Then 50% of the Sox, 50%. See what I'm saying? So the Sox yep. would unload half of the dough, but then you're carving it up even more as San Diego unloaded half, and the Sox would be down to just paying 25%. I mean, that'd be sweet, wouldn't it, if he had a nice little run in July? Yes, I do agree with you. One team to watch for is the San Francisco Giants. They have invested too much in this into this season, especially the moves they made in the offseason, to not be competitive for the postseason. And watch with Johnny Cueto's news. He is now going to see Dr. James Andrews. That is never a good sign for a starting pitcher. If Cueto is out for the year and he because he's going to need Tommy John surgery, I think the Giants cannot wait around. Mm, okay. They will need to add somebody into the starting rotation. Uh, and if the White Sox were willing to eat as much of that remaining salary with Shields, and if the Giants see a fit because they have a big ballpark and maybe Shields doesn't give up as many home runs in yeah. San Francisco as he would in Chicago, that could be a possibility. But I think the team that makes the first move, Murphy, mm. would be the San Francisco Giants. Sweet. Just because I, they, they can't sit around. They cannot yeah, sit around. That'd be nice. Josh Nelson joining us from Sox Machine, the SoxMachine.com, and also you can get the uh, Sox Machine podcast. Um, uh, Manny Machado. Uh, I know that uh, about two years ago, believe no, it or not. No laughing. I heard no. you chuckle, Josh. Uh, yeah, Come about, on. about two years ago, uh, a lot of the Baseball America, you know, they would project, they have projected the lineups for each team for the next five years. And a lot of them had Manny Machado coming to the White Sox when his deal was over. Well, now everybody seems they're going to be wanting Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. Do you think I right. mean, the White Sox have money? Do you think they're going to be able to spend or even contend for a guy like Manny Machado when the year's over? I, if, they, if Jerry Reinsdorf wants to spend the cash, sure. I, I think it will be you know whoever wants to spend the top dollar. 
but I think what will be a hard sell for the White Sox mm-hmm. is if, like, the New York Yankees uh, try to convince Matty Machado to go back to third base because they're really good at shortstop with Didi Gregorius. Yeah. Uh, it just depends on what Manny Machado wants. I think with Bryce Harper, because he's such a competitive guy, he's going to sign with the team for top dollar and will be a contender to win the World Series in 2019. That will not be the White Sox. I don't know what to make as far as Manny Machado's market free agency. I think what's more interesting, why I was chuckling, was mm. who is Manny Machado going to play for in well, July? Yeah, I know. Baltimore is horrible. Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, which team pulls the trigger and acquires Manny Machado. And I know a lot of Cubs fans that listen to this station, uh, it might be St. Louis. And that would make things certainly interesting in the National League Central <laughs> wow. uh, if the Cardinals were to get somebody like Manny Machado. And you raise a great point as we let you go, uh, Josh, in that next offseason free agent time for Manny, you got to have a team that, A, has the dough, B, wants to yep. spend the dough, but C, has that slotted shortstop available. A lot of teams are locked in at short. Uh, and like you mentioned, the Yankees and the Dodgers. And he said, I want to play short. Oh, you got Tim Anderson. Uh, no, we don't. no, you don't. He played another ball off to the side the other yesterday. He's making, <laughs> I mean, it, it, uh, nah, anytime you want to move Tim Anderson, that's fine with me. What do you do with him on the way out the door here? Uh, what do you do with Tim, Tim Anderson, Josh? Well, if I were the owner of the White Sox and I had just signed Manny Machado, okay. I would tell Tim Anderson to learn how to play center field. Yeah, there you go. that's what a lot of people say because he's got the speed. Obviously, uh, if he can just keep his head in the game when he's out there, um, he wouldn't have to worry about playing the ball to the side like he does all the time on ground balls to him. Now, hey, good stuff. Hey, Josh, what's going on at Sox Machine? Quick, go. Yeah, uh, we are covering as far as the Major League Baseball draft. We're one month away. My latest mock draft and who I think the White Sox will take with the number four pick is up at SoxMachine.com. And on Monday on our show, we'll have Jim Callis from MLB.com to talk more about the upcoming draft. Cool. Thanks. Very, Sounds very good. cool, yeah. yeah. He's the best, Callis. Thanks a lot. Hey, Josh, uh, don't be a stranger. We'll visit with you later in the season. Thanks for your time. Absolutely. Thank you, Murph. Thank you, Fred. All Thanks, right, Josh. Uh, okay. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.